0: Did you ever watch much
1: music? No, Carl, I've never heard of much
0: music. No, but I mean, like, a lot of people knew it existed, but they wouldn't bother watching watch it. So were you, were you into it right from the beginning, and Christopher Ward and
1: the rest of the game I wouldn't say from the off? very beginning. Definitely not the
0: beginning, because cable music expensive. Okay. There, but. Was a, there was a thing that Christopher Ward wouldn't be I thought it was pretty funny. He would make fun of they'd have, they'd have mm. this kind of like a, a Razzie's for music videos. Oh, yeah, right. And yeah, what well, that was like called? fromage,
1: that's what it is, yes, dude. Yes. Half an hour show, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So, um, episode 21 on pretty much the week of the anniversary of the show, first anniversary show wow. is. A year old, and we are now embarking on episode twenty-one. Mm. Things are musked up. They are. That's the title of this episode of Talk Bots. Talk Bots. Talk bots. <laughs> Beep, ooh, ooh, out-tuned. <laughs> out-tuned. No, not auto-tuned. Not, not auto-tuned. <laughs> 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 I'll do craftwork robots before I do auto-tuned. <laughs> Don't you dare. This week's episode, this was uh, Adam's idea. Pretty good idea. Very topical, uh, considering what the hell is going on in the news right now. Condescending. Adam's world-inspiring, I can't believe no one's talked about this yet, topic on what the hell is going on in social medias. Um, Specifically, probably focused
1: on Twitter, but we don't have to... I couldn't Just talk an hour talk about, about Twitter. Twitter. I don't think I could. No, oh, no you i saying I could Oh, not. yeah, no. no. No, that wasn't the intention. Okay. The intention was, Just to like, how I envision all of our episodes are supposed to be is yeah. that we have a topic, uh, especially the ones that relate to technology, and we look at them, and then we look how they impact us or have impacted us or possibly the implications of the impact to right. a broader sense. Obviously, everybody knows about Twitter, and if you don't know about what's happening at Twitter, well, I can't.
0: You're going to find this
1: episode real boring. Yeah, I can't Google everything. (laughs) Or maybe not. Yeah. Maybe. But uh, what I find Fox News. (laughs) (laughs) Black people are bad. (laughs) Fox News. Um, (laughs) Democrats are baby eaters. Oh man, are they? Pizza at eleven. So what I was thinking is more about what the. Like, obviously, we'll talk about what's happening at Twitter and how it's such a wonderful gong show to watch. But also, what it really means, because it's, it's fucking fun to watch from mm-hmm. afar and just be like, wow, oh, how totally. the mighty have fallen. Yeah. But there's an impact that's broader than, like, Johnny Depp doesn't get to tweet anymore. Right. Like, there's a broader impact. But also, what would be the impact if fucking Facebook exploded? Right. Or, like, what actually happens? What happens when everybody's wish that social media didn't exist actually happened? Right. Because it could happen. No one would have guessed that Elon Musk would buy it. Would buy it. Get it. Get it. And, and then, then totally fucking sabotage. destroy it. Yeah. And I don't know if sabotage is the right word because sabotage has the implication that he's done this on purpose. And I right. don't think he has. No. Well, you never know. Right, okay. You never know. You know, you put on your tinfoil hat, and maybe it's true. He's done enough things in the last week to embarrass himself, and then embarrass himself further when he has to recant. Now, that doesn't look like someone who has sabotaged something. You know what I mean? Like, when he fired half the staff, and then like, oh shit, never mind, some of you come back. Right. Well, you just look like like a total twat. Like, you don't know what you're doing. right. That's not playing 3D chess.
0: Right. Well, and, and we'll get to that later because I've okay. got some theories about why he did what he did. And I, I just want to get your insight on... Are you or have you ever been a member of Twitter? Absolutely.
1: Okay. This podcast is a member of Twitter. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. So you are a Twitter user? No. Oh. I wouldn't say that I am. Okay. I used to be... Like, I've been a member for fucking ever. Right. It's one of those but is like, oh but it's this not is a very place interesting. You hang out. No, and it was for a small period of time. Mm-hmm. When there's something coming up or there is um, or was. I haven't done it in some time, but mm-hmm. like if I want to engage with a celebrity or of someone that I don't have contact information of, mm. I use that method. Okay. Right. <clears throat> but a user absolutely not because it is pure garbage right it's just it's devolved into the most disgusting part of uh humanity right i think maybe not the the, the most disgusting but it is it's just cowardly language right. and just huge agenda and yeah. the agenda's why yep elon bought it but I certainly won't miss it if, if and when it goes.
0: Oh, me neither. No. Yeah. So, I I joined Twitter. Wasn't the first social network I joined? Facebook was first. I think it, it in existed a, in first. a minute, huh? It existed first. Yeah, it did. Um, when I found out about Twitter, I sort of was looking at it like from a long, you know, like a person would use a telescope to look at a distant object in space. And I was just like, okay, there doesn't seem to be much substance there, but it seems to be attracting a lot of attention. Maybe I just don't get it, and I need to get in there and check it out. Mm -hmm. And I was in, I, I think I was on Twitter for maybe a week. Sure. And the conclusion that I jumped to was that because I was already a member of Facebook and the reason I had joined Facebook was because I wanted to have a centralized place where I could sort of stay in touch with and, and check out what was going on with my family and then, you know, whatever friends I happened to find that were on it along the way. The thing that, the thing that I found interesting about Facebook was that once you had established a friend connection with somebody they were a captive audience for your content and vice versa so if i posted something everyone would see it and those that were interested in it would like it or not comment on it or not ignore it or whatever and it's they call that engagement yeah exactly And so, so I kind of liked that arrangement. I just wanted to see what everybody was up to, and if it meant engagement would result from that from time to time. Great, um, but that was never my goal in the very beginning. Right. When I tried face or uh, Twitter out, what I realized was, Twitter is really nothing but um, it's a popularity contest, because. In order for someone to see your content, they have to follow you, yeah. unlike Facebook, where if you're friends, you're in, right? You have a captive audience.
1: Well, they still have to follow you. You still have to become friends. That model exists the same. The the yeah. The difference yeah. between Facebook and Twitter in that regard right. is that Facebook is people you know. Twitter is far more anonymous. True. Right? You need True. to... You need to convince strangers to follow you. Right. Right? And that's Because why, your mom's not on Twitter.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's why I liken it to a, a popularity contest because it seems to me that the draw for Twitter is the more people that follow you, the better. Unless you're just in it to watch the circus. If, if you're in it, to get as many people to follow you as possible. Content is king. And the kind of content that's going to attract the most eyeballs to your posts are it promotes content that garners attention and that promotes people to be outrageous, controversial, dishonest, cruel, funny, disrespectful. Add whatever other adjectives uh, you want um, because, you know, just normal, straight, matter-of-fact, respectful, boring content isn't really going to garner you much of a following at all. No, you just described why it's boring. Right. Right. And I mean, you know, maybe, maybe from the way you described how they're, they're the same, I think, I think Twitter is more of a sensationalist platform and, and social network whereas Facebook still has some semblance of you know I'm, I'm here to keep up with what's going on but but now Facebook couldn't leave well enough alone and they have modified their algorithms and the way the feed works etc before the feed used to include anything anyone in your friends circle posted now it's been modified and tailored to only include posts that Facebook's algorithms think you would most want to see.
1: Engage with.
0: and Engage with. with. um, Which basically means if anyone that you are a friend with who has posted stuff lately but you haven't engaged with them in a long time and neither have they engaged with you it purposely leaves those out Yep. to the point where if you want to know what's happening with friend X, whom you haven't actually spoken or engaged with in God knows how long, you would purposely have to go to their page and read their stuff. Yes. Which sucks. I mean, sure, it makes sure that the people that I engage with the most are always on my feed but that's never what I wanted. I wanted
1: everything. You know what? I Which mean? is funny because that's what Twitter is now. Twitter is as you get everything you right. sign up for. Right. Right. It's it's
0: And then Instagram, right. Instagram is like the the bastard child of Facebook and Twitter because it's like Twitter with images as the focal point. Yes. You and still have to you, you still have to follow mm-hmm. to see the content, but you know once you're following, you basically become a voyeur of, for the most part, celebrities. Oh yeah, for sure. For the most part. Yeah. I mean, and those feeds are, are people. tailored too, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm, and I'm even now starting to get bored with it. With Instagram? Oh god, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. It's it's just become so plastic and. Well, it's not for you,
1: right? No. Like it's not for you. You're a sixty-year-old no. man. Right. It's okay. not for you. No. It hasn't been for you for a very long time. Facebook is for you now. Right. It's not because you don't personally like it, but you're now the demographic that Facebook goes after.
0: Oh, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I like Facebook. I just don't like how it's managed. Right. I don't like how the content is being managed on my behalf. Right. That's all. Right. And I'm in, and I'm into it eyes wide open too. I know exactly what they're doing Absolutely. with my data. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not a surprise that whenever I search for product X, the next thing I know, there's an ad for it in Facebook, etc., etc., etc. Oh, the other thing that's kind of driving me crazy about Facebook now is that every other post is an ad, or trying to introduce me to something it thinks I might like, and I have to keep going out of my way to go, no, 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 no. Right. Especially considering the fact that I'm being bombarded, not just with things that I don't want to see, but I'm being bombarded with stories that I know are fake.
1: Right. And it's driving me nuts. Do you want to know why that happened? Huh? Do you want to know why that happened?
0: Because uh, there's a higher
1: chance that you'll engage with it and say that this is bullshit,
0: right? And it counts as engagement, right? Yeah. And that's all that matters to them. Yes,
1: is clicks. That's right. Yeah, just more clicks are the, are the only ads thing ads that ads matters. Ads. Yep, that's right. Well, that's all that matters to anybody, any anywhere, anywhere. online. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. They just found an, an amazing way to turn it into a dopamine store. Yep,
1: yeah. they sure have. My experience with Twitter has been, like like I say, it was engagement with small-time celebrities or big-time celebrities Mm -hmm. in an attempt to uh, engage, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, 99% to no avail, Mm -hmm. and 1% it works, Mm -hmm. which then makes you stay on Twitter longer. That 1% makes you go, oh, it does work.
0: Now, see, this is interesting, and I'd like to hear more about this, because... I have never successfully managed to engage with anyone outside of my circle of friends on any social network. Right. But then again, I haven't really put any effort into it either. Sure. Can you give me an example of some engagement with people you don't actually know but look up to that actually came to fruition and
1: how did that work? Actor in a movie that I enjoyed that right. wasn't big, but... Big enough that he had a number of followers. Mm-hmm. I just sent him a message and say that I appreciated oh, the, the work. I have, in the past, watched a movie, enjoyed it, mm-hmm. and knowing that I'll never be able to uh, say something to that like person. a star, Right. I just wait for the credits of the movie to come by, find some guy who was a, I don't know, audio technician... And it says his name. Oh, Look yeah. him up on Twitter and send him a message and be like, dude, that movie was dope. And he's like, wow, thanks, man. Oh. Shit like that. Okay. okay. Um, people in bands. Right. Comics. Right. Shit like that. Right. Right? Primarily, yeah, uh, people in bands and comics are usually the easiest because they use that tool to get, like, engagement, to... Come to their shows, right? Show, like it's an right. advertising, right. Show. right? You know, like actors, they don't have to use it, no, right? They do because of vanity, ego, whatever.
0: Well, it's it's the new fan club,
1: really. Oh yeah, it absolutely. Hey, is.
0: follow me on Twitter, and I'll show you some pictures of us yep. in the jacuzzi and eating great food and going on vacation and yes, coddling our children and.
1: But also my. Engagement with Twitter was, from a development perspective, is engaging with it, engaging with the API, and writing software or being part oh, of really? a team that wrote software that would send shit to Twitter or pull shit from Twitter. Oh wow! For for data. Okay. And that was that's that's where the real use was, and that's what the impact that I was talking about that people don't see. Now it happens less because. They strangled Twitter's API a number of years ago because mm-hmm. it was just being bombarded. With queries? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, is that right? A yeah. lot.
1: Like billions a day. And they were like, okay. So now you have to sign up for it.
0: Where's the, like, you know, because the average person mm-hmm. has no clue why that would even be a thing. Right. Explain to the world why you would want to use Twitter content as like a data mine. Well,
1: you can look at what used to exist uh, on Twitter and Instagram is that there was geolocation information on posts that you could pull. Right. Because it's not just the 45 characters or whatever you put. Right. There's... Date, time, stamp? So much metadata that's involved. Then there's actual data being produced by other third parties, weather information, stock information, that's just getting dumped to Twitter by posts. So you pull that data from there. Now, that's not a really efficient way to do it because most of these platforms, especially now, have their own APIs that you can sign up for, pay for, or whatever, and Mm -hmm. engage directly with the database. But this was a long time ago and Twitter being bleeding edge, right, it's a bleeding edge technology company, like, yeah, we'll let you fucking diddle our API and pull data from us. And same thing with, like I say, Instagram. Mm -hmm. Instagram was more interesting because you could pull pictures, you could find locations of pictures, so you could really get some gnarly Dirty information, like, find out where somebody is. Oh, of, Kind of, like, greasy shit, but still. Or automation to push information to Twitter. Like, if you have an app, like, a traffic app. Right. And it just dumps information to Twitter that you have signed up to follow, and you'll just get information that fucking Deerfoot's full. Don't go that way, for example. Yeah, and, right? I
0: mean, like, you know... Um... Uh, even though I'm not a Twitter user, or at least a user from the perspective of contributing content and constantly monitoring it mm-hmm. for people that I follow, I discovered accidentally hashtags. Hashtags started on Twitter, then fucking everybody was using them. They were using them on Facebook. Facebook was like, oh shit, people, people are using hashtags and they're not even a thing on Facebook. Let's make it a thing that actually works here, too. You know, it's, it's funny because the hashtag has a purpose, which is to try and solidify or, or create an anchor focal point for a topic. But people see the hashtag as such a trophy that they feel compelled to create hashtags That really have no purpose other than to, oh, look how clever I am. I got used to seeing posts even on Facebook for the longest time where somebody would make a commentary on something that was happening in the world. And then you'd see 10 goddamn hashtags that they felt the need to invent out of thin air, you know, as if to say, oh, look at how, you know, look at how crafty I am at, at, you know, pulling hashtags out of my ass on a topic that i just threw out there for everybody to 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 look at and then i discovered well like a little bit of what you were describing which is it's not just people posting opinions and stories it's people actually using it as a as an information relaying an information distribution platform uh, a a beautiful example of that is I don't even have to belong to Twitter. I just go on Google search and do a search on hashtag ABStorm. And hashtag ABStorm is a well-known, well-used hashtag where people go on Twitter and post videos and pictures of storms that are rolling through their area. And even storm chasers use it. And so it's like this central dumping ground clearinghouse for information about every storm that passes through the province of Alberta, all brought together and glued with the hashtag ABStorm, Mm -hmm. which you can get access to without even belonging to Twitter.
1: Right. So to go back to what you said about hashtags and stuff, I... I hear the words that you're saying, and I agree that that's probably true in some cases, Mm -hmm. but I think your use case is absolutely wrong. I don't think people are sitting around creating hashtags to get viral, because that's not how it works, because that's not what makes them popular. People add hashtags to their posts because it actually modifies metadata. And it is crawled by Google, it's Mm -hmm. crawled by the platform itself to get people. So if you post something on Facebook about a tiger, you're going to add hashtags, zoo, cat, tiger, Africa, India, all these things. So if somebody searches for India... Mm -hmm. There's the possibility of yours coming up. It's not about being clever. It's about increasing engagement. When it's used correctly. Right. And like I say, there are probably cases where people are just making up shit. Yes. But that is so rare. In the majority. yeah. And it's so rare. Right. And yes, there are attempts to be clever. Mm -hmm. But there are... I think the attempts to be clever are only if you get that post and see it and yeah it's funny but it's not like it's going to start trending and everyone's going to start using no you know bananas for not. sale no no like right so i think the hashtag well i, I know the hashtag has a very uh, important use and when you see posts with a shitload of hashtags and it looks ridiculous mm-hmm. but then you look at how many likes that post has yes they're almost in direct relation it's because they're reaching so many more people, right? because people are searching from random things, yes, and it happens to hit one of their hashtags
0: yes, but but what you're describing is hashtags when they are used the way they were intended to be used, as opposed to you know some schmo trying to be clever, putting in a hashtag that you wouldn't even think to search for because it's just too. Um, specific Specific Too sure. complicated Yeah You know not- But it's funny It is funny But that's the point too But no one will probably Ever find that post From that
1: particular hashtag Right Because it's obscure Right yeah. So there are still Inside jokes
0: Oh You look sure. at long
1: lists sure. Of long hashtags yeah. Sure There's probably a couple In there And I'm saying that From a person Of experience Who used to do Instagram posts with shitloads of hashtags. Right. And 80% of them were bullshit. Okay. But they were funny. Right. I would hit, you know, whatever. Like, i take a picture of an airplane. you hit WestJet. Hashtag airplane. Hashtag airport. Hair, hashtag Canada. Just whatever the fuck. And then fucking hashtag wieners. Hashtag potato sack. Like, just bullshit. And just, it made me laugh. And if someone was reading it, be like, what the fuck is that? And, you know... I feel righteous now because you're perturbed by it. When oh yeah, I just fucking while won, you were laughing I, won at it, the I was lottery. going, what an idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> great. great. <So>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny. yeah. I kind of already knew that that they're not they some people were doing it to show off, some people were doing it to take the piss. Mm-hmm. and I recognized that I just I don't know. I guess it's the old man in me that found it. That is hey, absolutely if you're going to gonna use lawn, a
1: tool... Don't use a screwdriver to hammer what's that, in a nail. What's
0: that, new, what's that phrase now? Uh, oh. I keep forgetting or how it goes. Phrase the kids use? No, know. no, it's like, <laughs> fuck around and, and see. Fuck around and find out. Yeah, fuck around and find out. Yeah. I love that. I love that saying. That That is such a popular move right is now. It's apropos for laugh. so many things. Fuck around
1: and find out. They fucked around and found out.
0: So, let's talk about the current situation with Twitter. Here's my theory on why Musk was interested in Twitter. Sure. Musk started talking about Twitter when Trump got banned. Right. That's when it started, if memory serves correctly.
1: Yeah, I would say just before that, when he was getting in shit, when he was being censored. So, before the ban. Right. But... Probably The Trump ban was probably the straw. It was like I think I think the deleted posts were that. But I think Oh yeah, you think so? But it's I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's it's all in the same four fucking years. Right. Yes. And
0: you know, the common denominator being Musk wasn't thrilled Uh that Twitter had succumbed to the pressure of you have to police your posts because things are getting out of hand. His philosophy, if I understood it correctly, was no, it should it should be free reign. It's freedom of speech. That's why yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Intelligent people know better, but but that's kind of the, arg. That's the thing that I think people who argue on the other side of that argument use as the exact point. Right. You have to be cognitively aware of society and its troubles right to be able to separate the wheat from the chaff.
1: Yeah, you have hosts. to understand Internet shysters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which you have to you have so to go into it with the knowledge that you can't believe everything you read. You are being lied to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it's more a phenomenon or a symptom of human beings Wanting to surround themselves with things they already agree with, right? The it's confirmation, confirmation bias. bias. Right. So you know, if if you have this idea in your head that you know, uh, I don't know, just make up some conspiracy that people believe in. Uh, what's oh the latest one, uh, which I'm really having a good chuckle over. Uh, what are they calling it? Immune system. What the hell were they referring it to? Immune system. I forget exactly what the phrase is. But the the idea being the reason there are so many sick people in the world right now is because their immune system hadn't been exercised enough for the last two years. So now they're getting sick because their immune system is weaker than it's ever been in their life. Which immunologists are basically going, Whoa, people, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't get, yeah, you don't use it if you don't use it. That's right. That's not how how the immune system works, people. Um, But there are already people that have convinced themselves that this is true because in their brain it sounds good. So they're, you know, surrounding themselves with people and posts that seem to confirm that that's true but
1: even if that is true the problem still exists that it perpetuates oh absolutely Like yeah confirmation bias is a thing you do it i do it like Mm -hmm. we're reading posts that we're like fuck yeah yeah right of course we are yeah we're human beings it's what we do but um the problem with vac uh vaccines cause autism if you already believe that Mm -hmm. and you know Doctor Banana Rama says vaccines cause autism, but then Doctor Banana Rama says that your immune system is getting sleepy, mm-hmm. and you hadn't heard that before. Well, now, now you fucking believe yeah. that too. That's the problem with it. That's the problem with the misinformation. Right. Not that you want to surround yourself. Is that it perpetuates the bullshit that mm-hmm. you're already in. It's okay. You're allowed to believe, or you're allowed to believe that the world is flat. Right. Like. Mm-hmm. And you can surround yourself by people who have that information. Mm -hmm. But if you only listen to those people and the people who are lying to you about stuff that's important, like vaccinations, for example, Mm -hmm. you're going to just still believe that. So you got to throw in a... I think you do need to throw in a combo breaker and be like, Okay, that is misinformation and that can't be allowed. You do have to police or be policed. So I think that
0: when Musk had finally seen enough Mm -hmm. with the censorship that was being imposed on Twitter and all the other social media outlets for that matter, that's probably when he got the idea in his head that, you know, I'll I'll put put things back the way they should be and I'll just buy the damn company. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of like snowballed from there. At first, no one thought he was serious. Because he says stupid shit all the That's time. That's right. Then they realized, oh, oh Jesus, maybe he is serious. Yeah. Yeah, but he can't possibly afford it. Then they realized, oh, Jesus, maybe he actually can afford it. Absolutely can. And then, you know, oh, well, it won't matter because various authorities are going to prevent him from being able to do it, including Twitter's board. <laughs> and it turned out that that never happened. Right. Because a growing number of people in Twitter's board probably saw this as a good escape, you know. Oh, yeah. Golden fucking Parachute Deluxe. Yep. Little did they know what was going to happen next. Or maybe they kind of did know what was going to happen next. I'm sure they did. But, uh, yeah, and then he turns out and buys it. And then within, like, what, 72 hours? Just starts firing torpedoes at it. Oh, yeah. And I think part of the problem there, and I could be wrong... When you buy a company that's already established with its own culture and its own workforce, that's going to be a hard thing for him to work with because they're diabolically opposed. His, his work ethic and his whole philosophy for what workers should be like is a complete 180 for what the Twitter culture was. So you know him not being happy with the fact that people
1: were so you think the work eth- and- so you think the work ethic is what the problem is because no, I don't
0: no I think his perception of it is the problem ah and I don't I don't think
1: it's a work ethic problem or okay. a work it's absolutely politics is the problem really yeah because if you watch what he was tweeting about yeah. while Trump was on his fucking tirades he talked about how vaccines are bullshit he talked about how. Like he was a conspiracy theorist. He denounced Fauci. He was like a total cuntbag. Mm-hmm. Misinformation coming out of him. And he didn't want to be suppressed. Mm-hmm. So maybe Trump being uh, banned was the last straw, but I don't like it was, but not because it was Trump, but just because I wanna be able to say what I wanna say. Mm-hmm. And so he had a rich person tantrum, like a super rich person tantrum. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, well I'll just fucking buy it and I will unban everybody. You can say whatever you want Mm -hmm. because blah, 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 blah. And the shit that's coming out of this guy's mouth and the fact, like there's a work ethic issue because he treats his people like fucking garbage Mm -hmm. in Tesla and SpaceX. Mm -hmm. So he has that reputation, but then you add on his politics So when he came on, everyone was like, like, I don't want to work for this fucking monster because Mm -hmm. he's a monster Mm -hmm. and not because he wants me to work all the time. He did introduce the fact he doesn't want people working from home. Mm -hmm. He did like he did that, but he did that after he fired 50% of the people. Right. Right. So right off the bat, he ditched the board. Mm hmm fired the board, or they left, or whatever yeah, the whatever. deal is, yeah. and then fired half of the staff. And then whoever was left, he said, you can't work from home anymore. So he introduced his work ethic shit after everybody was gone, right? or had like had already left, or mm-hmm. had been removed. So I think it, it was absolutely politics that is what blew up in his face. Right. Because the uh, the users of Twitter... Are also mad that he bought it. And it has, that work ethic has nothing to do with them. Right. Right? Like, users are pissed off. Like, not all of them, mm. because there are loads of people that love Elon Musk oh, yeah. and think he does no wrong. Right. right. Um, but that's, that's always the case with everybody. Yeah, I think that's, well, that's what the downfall is. And he doesn't know what he's doing. And he has no allies at Twitter. At Tesla, right. he did. Yeah. Uh, because he, Started the company, quote-unquote, yeah. but built it from something rather small to something large. Same thing with hmm. SpaceX, yep. small to large, yep. and he surrounded himself with people. But when he went to Twitter, it was just full of enemies, yeah. and nobody wanted to help him, Right, and they didn't. And he didn't know what he was doing, and he just thought hacking and slashing was going was gonna to do it. He didn't think about... Maybe he did think about it because he did try to pull out of the purchase. Mm-hmm. And then the court was like, no, dickhead, you already signed this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Give them their money. <laughs> like, too late. So he, But he still went in there and, hack and hacked and slashed. and, Well, hacked and slashed, sure, but from a user perspective, charging eight bucks a month for the checkmark. Oh, yeah. That's what killed it for the public. Yeah. Because nobody wants to pay no. it. No. And then it got abused. Deliciously. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because uh, the beautiful part is that he tweeted he tweeted after he bought it is that like everything like I can't remember it exactly but yeah. he said you know the like comedy is allowed again jokes are allowed again or whatever mm-hmm. bullshit he mm-hmm. said. So then people started paying however much money to beat Putin or George it was the one that I saw was George Bush and uh, George W. Bush and the the tweet was, I sure miss killing Iraqis. And then somebody replied, and I can't remember what world leader it was, who also had a blue check mark, and he's like, Me too. And it was like, Oh fuck, it's totally getting abused. <laughs> and And then within, like you said, seventy two hours, then he stopped anybody from having a blue check mark. Right. And, like, it was... Like, it's just... He doesn't know what he's doing. No. So he's locked... I'm fucking jumping all over because it's just super exciting. Yeah, yeah. He's locked the doors of Twitter now. Yeah, till like Monday. It's, it, till Monday. At the earliest. At, but uh, email has gone out. Well, so the email went out about anybody who wanted to quit. get Three months severance. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And then 20% of the people that were left have decided to stay. Right. So we've gone... Because he immediately fired 50% of the people mm-hmm. who contractually get three months severance pay. Right. Which he tried to get out of. Yep. And so anyway, so half of the people are gone. And then now 80% of the people that were left are now gone. Mm-hmm. So now there's fanboys still left or opportunists. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my chance. Okay. Makes sense. But an email went out saying that if anybody has any programming experience... Mm-hmm. To come to this meeting room at 2 o'clock today. Oh, yeah. What the fuck kind of email is that? If anybody has any programming experience, come to this meeting room. You are fucked. Like, it's over. There's nobody left. Right. The servers are still going. Right. But it's crickets. But, yeah, if something goes off, there's literally not enough staff to turn it back on. Right. Like, it's over. It's over. (laughs) And even at the fucking... Do you you think it's doomed? Oh, yeah. It's beyond the point of no return? It's too late now. Yeah? I didn't think so. When he took it over, I didn't think it was. I knew there would be a hiccup, Uh but he just kept digging and digging. And now there's 20% of the staff left Mm -hmm. on this huge company. There's no way. There's no way. Like, he fired... There was a video that I saw today of four staff members that have been working there for nine and a half years. Twitter's Twitter's been around for nine and a half years. Mm-hmm. These are original employees. Mm-hmm. They were just fired. Right. What? Like, what? Yeah. Like, you don't get rid of these people. No. And keep this shit going. Right. Like, it's over. Like, you don't have... Even if you brought in contractors and shit. They wouldn't like have a clue. The tribal knowledge is gone. Yeah. Even if there's an incredible amount of documentation, and we've all worked for companies before. They don't have it. there isn't. Nope. Right? Like, they're, they're doomed. But at the State of the Union address, or whatever the fuck you call it, when he first bought it, I guess he had said that it's not out of possibility... Of declaring bankruptcy in twenty twenty three, right before all of this happened, yeah. Like, that's where the tinfoil hat comes on, right? right? It's like, well, well maybe. maybe he intended to bullet it, maybe, yeah. But my God, what? does what? he look like a twat? Yeah, like he's like he's made himself look terrible. Like, who's gonna trust their money with his other companies? Well, and what if happens if he expresses his interest in buying a different company? Yeah, right. The board will be like, Fuck. no, you're going to destroy it. Yeah. There's no more confidence. No. No one is ever going to let him buy another company again. Unless he's a master at 3D chess. I guess. But <laughs> I don't think so. Like, I don't think so. No, I don't either. His track record is great. I think great. this
0: is just an, an example of an egomaniac finally yeah. proving why it's not such a great idea to be an egomaniac.
1: Yeah. Your temper tantrum has just cost you $43 billion. <laughs>
0: Insane. It's gone. Insane.
1: Like, I, I'm i sure it's gone.
0: Ironically, Ironically
1: though, Twitter has never been more entertaining.
0: Right. Because of it. Yeah. Every oh, yeah. time he
1: posts something, there is some crazy, witty, smart shit. Right. It's like a tweet he put out is like... uh user engagement is an all-time high. And some guy quoted, Roma's never looked so bright at nighttime. Right. Right? Because it was fucking burning down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's
0: beautiful. And that, And believe it or not, that's probably... I think now that our conversation is probably going to now steer towards what do these... What have these platforms done for us and what could be the ramifications if they were to disappear. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I came to terms with a couple of years ago was just how much platinum-grade quality content is just made available to the world on these platforms from people who are nobody. Yep, absolutely. Just incredible stuff. Yeah, A lot of bullshit, of but these Beautiful outcroppings of genius. Ge- of genius. Yep. That just all facets make of me art. Laugh, laugh
1: so hard. In awe.
0: In awe. Cry. Yeah. Like it's yep. just,
1: just like, unbelievable. What the
0: hell? Where yeah. did that come from? Yeah. That's we the beauty. We never internet. have ever got to see a glimpse of that without social media. That's right. Like my wife is addicted to TikTok right now, the, the videos. Right. Of people doing the stupidest fucking shit. And she's just... Like, her brain is just... Goo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. TikTok is... <laughs> Oof. Yeah. yeah. She's up till three in the morning
1: sometimes Absolutely. just looking at ridiculous videos. Anybody would be. Yeah. If you open up TikTok, mm-hmm. say goodbye to your night. Yeah. Because it is non-stop entertaining. Yeah. Even on the worst shit. Mm-hmm. Because you have to consume it for two seconds and just be like, fuck off. Oh, dancing. Yeah, right. Oh, that guy's funny. Yeah. Oh, boobs. Oh, somebody yeah. hit somebody. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and to think that we're only being exposed to, like, vapors of the total amount of yeah. that content. Right. We're not even close to having no, yeah. an idea. We can't. Idea. Of Kent.
1: how much is out there. We've surpassed 8 billion people on this planet this week. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. We don't we don't see anything. But, S- but you do, because it bubbles up. Yeah. Right? The good stuff bubbles up. The good stuff up. eventually bubbles right. up, yeah. Unless you are one of those guys that searches on like places like Reddit or injure mm-hmm. or places mm-hmm. only the newest content, mm-hmm. if you are the pioneer of... You you see way more when you do that. Mm-hmm. You also see way more <laughs> that mm-hmm. you don't want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all week I've been wondering what it would be like, like that scene in Fight Club when all those buildings explode. What if all those buildings were the social media sites? What would happen? Like, it's wild. Like, Twitter has potentially disappeared in less than a week. A company that was purchased for $43 billion could be gone. And all of the millions and millions and millions of people that used it now no longer can use it. Now, granted, all of those people use other platforms. Like, there'll be a vacuum. There'll mm-hmm. be a vacuum, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So some other bullshit will show up or that exists now will get bigger.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's interesting because it's, it shows how... I think it feels like it's going to set a precedent for how fragile these other companies are. Because I believe the downfall of Twitter was the politics of it. Mm-hmm. Is that a, to use this word incorrectly, mm-hmm. a fucking tyrant took mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. and people were like, fuck you, mm-hmm. we're out. Or, or what, whatever they said.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What if people now see that they can say Zuckerberg's a cocksucker and they don't want to be a part of that either? And now Instagram disappears. Like it's wild.
0: Yeah, I can't, I can't...
1: Me neither, but I what if? Yeah, yeah, what if? But to play the game, what if? What if? Yeah. Because two weeks ago, you wouldn't have thought that about Twitter. Nah, I can't see Elon Musk destroying it in a week. No one was like, it's not going to last three days. Right. No one said that. No. And then it happens. It, well, from, okay, so
0: from a, social, uh, fr- from a social point of view, from a societal point of view... I wonder if the mass implosion of social media would result in people scrambling to find a new platform or if they would just give up on the idea and go back to living normal lives.
1: You can't. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. You don't think so? Nah. What Like, what's normal lives now? Most of the people who use these platforms mm-hmm. frequently enough that it would matter. Mm-hmm have never known life without them, right? They've been on Instagram their whole thumb-typing lives, Mm -hmm. right? Like, they know this is normal life. People would gravitate to something else. Right. But what I'd be interested... Because something else would come up. Of course it would. There's billions of dollars to be made Mm -hmm. because that's the vacuum. Not necessarily, like, people need it. Mm -hmm. No, like, there's money to be made. Yeah. But what would the new one look like? Like this is the... Because they all now... It's like homogenous. They're all the fucking same. And everybody knows that they're fucking garbage. Unless you're so deep in the weeds that Instagram is my life. Okay, you are not going to say that Instagram is trash. But everybody outside of the weeds, Mm -hmm. casual users or non-users, are Mm -hmm. like, we know that's garbage. So maybe if they were to disappear and the new thing showed up, it would be better from a social construct perspective mm-hmm. because an age-old topic that we've had sitting on the table forever is what's the impact of social media to our society, right? Mm-hmm. And it's debilitating from oh, it my right? perspective. Yeah. Uh, dangerous. Yes. Suicide rates have gone Way up. Which Mm -hmm. have been directly attributed to social media. Yes. Especially by young girls. Yep. So maybe what the phoenix that rises from the ashes would be better. Because it's going to be written by all these people who have been told that... Have been told they have to build it this way. Because that's where the money comes from. But all these... Now these thousands of Twitter developers can now build whatever they want and they have the expertise to build something that maybe is more appropriate for
0: people. Yeah, but I don't have a lot of faith in that simply because of how... how quickly and how thoroughly the debauchery of capitalism just gets right into everything and it all becomes about money. Sure. And when it becomes... About money, it's going to evolve into the same kind of medium that needs to extract as much of it out of the membership of that medium as possible. And the only way you do that is dopamine inducing content. Agreed.
1: Now, I, I'm not talking about the evolution of a product mm-hmm. because, yes, that shit is inevitable. Yep. But if we use the example of Facebook, when Facebook first became something that Joe Blow user would use, yeah. like you said, was a very useful tool. I yeah. found it very useful yeah. and engaging and mm-hmm. exciting and fun. And then it got bastardized over 20 years, mm-hmm. right? But when it first came out, it was cool. It was, it was cool. I feel that the same thing is going to happen... With whatever comes out. With whatever comes out, is that it will be cool and awesome and whatever. I don't think it'll stay cool as long. Or, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Or it stays cool longer, because everybody does see the bullshit that has happened with the big three or four, is that they just went to shit because of these things.
0: How does Reddit survive... Who's paying for Reddit in the background? Ads,
1: for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Absolutely. It's ads, ads. ads Reddit ads, ads, seems ads, ads, to be a little bit more Yeah, just wait, they're going public. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I mean it seems a little bit more free wheeling, a little bit less constrictive or
1: controlled. Yeah, maybe. There are still overarching rules mm-hmm. that don't allow some bullshit. Mhm, you know. Uh, that either gets wiggled through or ignored or whatever. Like, that still exists because yeah. the user base is tens of millions of people. Right. And um, it,
0: it is mostly self-policing, yes? Um, do they not have their own moderators? They in? do
1: have their own moderators per yeah. subreddit. Yeah. yeah. they do.
0: Which I think is a pretty cool way to do it. Absolutely. It can get political, for sure. Oh, well, it is non-stop but, political. But then, you know, you just you just have to pick and choose what... Subreddits you're gonna Agreed. participate in, right?
1: Yeah. Um, how it survives, I don't know. It's like, like it's it's like, a, the BBS evolved
0: to its. Oh yeah. Final state. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Basically. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it is the natural evolution of the BBS as a super being.
1: Yeah, and the only reason why you say the natural evolution because it's the only example that's left. Yeah. Of what bulletin boards were like yeah yeah no this is I mean it, and that's why it, it, it was reminds called reminds the... me so much of these. right. well that's what it was called it was yeah. the front page of the internet because that's where you went for everything. everything and you still can and do mm-hmm. right most people a lot of people don't a lot of people don't know how to manage reddit I didn't for a very 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 long time mm-hmm. I'm only a relatively new user and it's like five years I think I'm uh, I've been on I was always intimidated by it because it's just it was so wild because it wasn't like anything else. It like aesthetically it wasn't like anything else. It's like what the fuck is this?
0: Well, and the thing, I I liken Reddit to, like, I have some very specific um, techniques that I use when I'm looking for answers to something. Uh, I'll start by letting Google try to find stuff for me. And most of the time, I really don't have a lot of faith that it's actually going to find what I'm looking for. Um, And whenever I'm getting desperate um, and I'm realizing that Google's just not finding what I'm looking for, that's when I start employing the site colon modifier. Right. And just go, okay, now I want you to look up these words here and tell me what you find. And Reddit is one of the first places I go to. Always when I'm looking for an answer to something. Because at least, will I find just as much BS in those results? Oh, yeah. But I also know there's a pretty good
1: chance I'm going to find the answer to my question, too. I find way less BS. But you do find BS. Some. I Actually, I find usually the BS is there because my search isn't as good as it should be.
0: Well, and the BS is easy to Thankfully, yeah. You read the the first sentence
1: of the post.
0: Yeah, well Not only that, but "Mm, you read the comments that come after it too. Fuck you! All right, I'm like, (laughs) you have no idea what you're talking about. okie doke. See you later. Uh, Agreed. 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 And then you're like, well, okay, well, that's not the answer. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's no filter. Anything goes. Therefore, you're going to be able to find whatever you're looking for.
1: Yeah. and we've talked about this before, is that, like, it's one thing to Google search, and it's another one to participate and create the content. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't find it, create the post. Right. Right? It's the, it's the age old when you made a post in a forum about, why can't I get these fucking IRQs to work? Right. And then you figure it out. Don't be a cunt. Go back and answer the question. Right? Like answer the question so the next guy can find it. Right. Right? And that's what I do when I participate in Reddit is I ask the question. And so the next guy that searches. I'm actually
0: surprised that you think it's over for Twitter. Um, I'll almost be giddy if it is because there's nothing that I really enjoy more in the world than watching things. The Mighty Fall? Oh, yeah. Well, and, and not just that, just transformative change that will have a, a huge impact. Because you're right, it's going to create a vacuum. And people who relied on that for entertainment and dopamine and getting things off their chest and or business, business, politics, are going to have to find something else. And will they, will they just move on to something else that already exists? Or will they uh, invent something from scratch?
1: Yes. Both of those. Because the vacuum will need to be filled immediately. Yeah. Right? So from an entertain like I say is that everybody who uses Twitter, nobody uses only Twitter. Right? No. They use Twitter and Instagram.
0: Yeah. Always. They each have
1: their purpose. Right, exactly. So all those people who use Twitter for the little quick snips and whatever, mm-hmm will move to Instagram exclusively, right? Because if Twitter doesn't exist, you you have no other choice. Like, that's it. Now, the culture of Instagram may or may not change Mm -hmm. um, because those people still are already there, Mm -hmm. right? But what will happen, I believe, and not only because there is the vacuum of, but there's so much new, very experienced staff that no longer have jobs, mm-hmm. that have got capital, mm-hmm. who will now create something new. And then it'll start picking people. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah I'm excited to see it. <laughs> I'm excited to see what happens to Instagram. Like, will the culture change? Because those people aren't going to go to Facebook because Facebook is just trash. Right? It's used for your... You Like, your racist aunt uses Facebook. Right. Instagram is has got the highest engagement, or TikTok, mm-hmm. right? But TikTok requires way more work. Like you can't, you can't post on TikTok while you're taking a shit. That's what the beauty of Twitter was, mm-hmm. right? So Instagram will be it, but now you gotta post a p- picture. Do you though? Yeah, you can't just do text. You can't just do text. You have to do, do a picture. But that doesn't mean you, you can't just do... a just photo do... of text. Yes, you can. But that is a lot of work. But that's a lot of work. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about, is that the culture of Instagram is going to change because the appetite for quick bits and snippets of just uh, taglines, mm-hmm. right, headlines, is going to still exist, and there'll be nowhere for those to be. So they're going to have to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. I think. I don't know. It's interesting. All of it's super interesting. I'm very disappointed, Adam. I thought you
0: had this all figured out. Then I know. And you had an answer for us. I had us. an answer for everything. Well, if I had an answer God for
1: all of it. Damn it. Yeah.
0: I just finished a new book. You did? Yes, I did. What is it? Don't know if I... That's a weird name. Um... Mentioned it the last time we spoke. Get the hell out of here. He's from Calgary. He's from Calgary. Oh, great. Holy shit! I didn't even know that. You do. Know uh, that. The book. Well, the book I finished is called uh, Blind Sight.
1: Yep, by Peter Watts. It. Oh, I know Peter. What? I don't know if I do Peter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not fun. Oh, so fun. Oh, man.
1: Uh, did I tell you anything at all about the book? You did. Yeah, so don't tell us again, but tell us what you thought of it, now that you finished it. Um, it was fascinating.
0: Um, well, that's promising. I, I, I I'm always drawn to stories where humankind discovers we're not alone or we've we already we're at the point in our evolution where we already know we're not alone because we've already discovered other civilizations or whatever Mm -hmm. but then we discover something that's just like mind-bogglingly advanced and we're just like what the hell you know and then we realize that oh my god this is uh, we th- we thought it was fascinating when it turns out that it could you know destroy us cool. could be the end of us yeah. um, and that's kind of what this story kind of what this story was like It was a pure journey of discovery it questioned the very nature of s- intelligent life itself okay. Okay. Which was mind boggling in and of itself. Yeah. Because it basically suggested that, oh, we think we're intelligent, we're actually on the dumb end of, oh, yeah, right. of the, you know, evolutionary scale because of how much credence we give our own consciousness. Okay. Yeah. And I'll just leave it at that. Because the rest you have to discover for yourself, okay. it's um, want to read a little bit harder. You know what I mean. It's it's uh, it's getting into uh, the territory of uh, what's his name, who does the cyberpunk. He, he kind of got oh, the yeah, ball rolling. Yeah, yeah. uh, you, you know yeah, who you know who I mean. Guy who wrote Necromancer. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's getting toward that end of the spectrum, but not so thick uh, that you know. You're going to have to reread passages over and over and over again before it finally sinks in what he's trying to say. Good. But there's lots of, like, modified human beings and...
1: Yeah. And and, and a surprise. The premise of uh, cyberpunk and shit like that is all... Like, they
0: threw something in there that I thought, what, really? And then, you know, as they kind of explore that Mm -hmm. avenue... Mm -hmm with that character, with that type of character, you're kind of like, really? He's actually going with this. And then at the end of the story, he does you a favor and just goes, so you're probably wondering why I did that or how that's possible. So here's the backstory behind it. And you're Mm -hmm. just like, oh, okay. Interesting. Boy, I never saw that coming. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He just sort of threw this element in the story that added a whole new dimension of uh terror and suspense that just had you going okay this is a hang on this is science fiction right <laughs> how did you do that you know it's just yeah so i'm already on his second book okay because you were unsure if you were going to because... Yeah, I just said, fuck it, I'm doing it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, by the end of it, I was just like, nope, I haven't had enough yet. Cool. I haven't had enough yet. Neat. Yeah. And the second book, same story, but it's happening way over there, and one of the characters that appears in that story from time to time is now... Now you get to see what's going on over there. Nice. Yeah. So the, with the character from the original book that you never got a, to see... What was going on down over here? Yeah. Now you're seeing what's going on down over here. Cool. And wondering how those two are related.
1: I read two. First one was Endurance Shackleton's incredible voyage to the Antarctic mm. in the, in nineteen twenty one. Wow. They took a boat down there because they were going to try to cross the Antarctic. Um, from one side to the other one side to the <laughs> other but the boat got down there and got stuck in the ice yeah the boat sunk uh uh-huh. and they were lost on floating icebergs for 2 years it's a wild fucking story oh i bet wild terrifying incredible very good book yeah very very good book and the other one was the man-eating leopard of some uh, town in India that I cannot say. Mm. So, but it's about a leopard from um, again the nineteen twenties who uh, got a taste for human and um, terrorized a huge section. Of India for eight years. Wow. And ate 126 people. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that would put the
0: fear of an animal into
1: a, a group of people. Yeah, everybody was terrified. Yeah. Like, they didn't go outside at night. Right. For eight years. Wow. And the leopard would break into houses and take people. And, like, it was fucking wild oh man this beast was crazy so even being in your house wasn't safe not necessarily yikes yeah it was it was nuts it was very scary so it's the story of trying to get the thing and how we got it wow yeah yeah eight years was he a big boy uh apparently yeah he was pretty big yeah um he was old and -hmm. he was past his prime apparently Yeah. yeah But still big enough to oh, yeah. fuck up a human being sure. without any problem. Right. Like so strong that, you know, he would he he killed everybody by grabbing their neck and simply um, decapitating them. Yeah. Like the head didn't come off, but it was separated from the brain stem and then would carry them, but not drag them. Carry them in his mouth. So there wouldn't be drag marks of people. They had to follow the paw prints of this fucking leopard. <laughs> oh, man. And this is like full size men, women, okay. children, whatever. Is
0: this being made into a movie? Because it needs to be. It might have been. I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. I have no idea.
1: But yeah, it was fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. And then I started The Lion Witch in the Wardrobe yesterday. I'd never read it.
0: I am the witch in the wardrobe. Narnia, dude. Oh yeah! Wow.
1: Yeah, the original book. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I was. It's been on my list forever because it's one of those books that everybody has read, and Mm. I was like, well, not everybody. Right. Exactly. (laughs) No, of course, but it's like a super popular (laughs) book. Yeah. And I was worried because I had, on this adventure, I had started by reading Harry Potter. And the first Mm. Harry Potter book was Mm. a punch in the dick. Mm. Because it was written for children. Right. And it was so kiddie, Yeah. And I was worried that this was going to be too. Because it is absolutely a children's book. Right. But it was written in 1950. Okay. And it's just... It's just... Like it's certainly a kid's book. But it it isn't as condescending. Right. Or didn't... Like it wasn't like a fucking...
0: Well, I mean, cartoon
1: network show. It's like,
0: you know, people don't realize, but fairy tales weren't always nice and tidy. No way.
1: Well, yeah, none of them were. That was what they were meant to they, scare children. That's right. Yeah, man. Hansel yeah. and Gretel was fucking brutal. Yeah. Fucking old broad feeding yeah. you up and then eating you. What the hell? Yeah. So, I got after this one. I got three to go for the end of the year to hit my mark. Jeez. Yeah. I'm admittedly a little nervous. Like, I got three and a half books to go trying to find stuff to read. Like, the book that you were just talking about sounds intriguing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's 400 pages. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) if I got time. I don't know if I got time to read that fucking book and two others. You can always put it off till the next year. I know, but I still got to find books to read. So that's
0: why I picked... Well, mine will be out probably in the next few weeks. There we go. And it'll be a short read. There you go. It'll be very uh, light and quick. I'm at 120 pages uh, just in Google Docs. Yeah. So when that's formatted to a 9x6 book, it'll probably expand out to about 140, 145. Cool. All I have left to do now is read the rest of it to Darlene to see if she has any more input on the content itself. And then that's it. Time to get formatting. Fun. And uploading. And then the big push on Facebook to try to get people to get the word out. Don't, remember, don't forget a bunch of hashtags that are <laughs> stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wrap it up, Carl.
0: Thanks for uh, listening to episode 21 of Dog, Dog, Dog Black time. Time off! <laughs> <coughs> 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 Excuse me. <peep> okay. One, two. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag <tweet. gasps> oh, yeah.